Okay, you ready? Go. Hi, and welcome to Sounds Fabulous, your weekly podcast brought to you by Images Everything Los Angeles and ThinkFabulous.com. I'm Tommy Gable. I'm Camber Hill. Today is Thursday, June 29th, 2007. Well, and welcome back to uh, week two of Sounds Fabulous's uh, introduction to Thinking Fabulous. Yes. With Mr. Fabulous. Mr. Camber Hill. Mr. Camber Hill himself. Mr. Fabulous. Um, so, um, last week went quite smoothly. We had uh, Caitlin Crest on the line. Zephyr Graphics, that Long Beach, California. That worked really well. I was quite happy with her response to um, authenticity. Well, because you wrote her script. I did not write no, her script. No, I know. I'm just teasing. Um, this week we're going to be talking with Michelle Oda of Harborside Financial about her uh, idea of what the second principle of living a life of fabulous... What, what did well, we say it's, was? It's, it's 12 Steps to Fabulous. 12 Steps to Fabulous. It's kind of like dancing. Only this is a spiritual, disciplined, edgy way of getting your life to work. Cool. Yeah. Um, so what's the uh, second? What's the second what? The, the second, oh, the second, second principle, principle is compassion. compassion. Compassion for all sentient beings. Compassion. And we have Michelle Odon Are you there, Michelle? Hi. Hi. It's Michelle. <laughs> Michelle, have you given any thought to compassion for all sentient beings? Well, you know, um, I never really thought about that, but if I were to kind of think about how I would have compassion for any associate being, um, hmm. Well, one thing that you can think about is how would you define compassion and then watch your thoughts take you. So what's your opinion on the importance of compassion? And give me a situation where you might have employed it now as a wise woman, whereas 10 years ago you might have bit some guy's head off with it. (laughs) Someone like me. (laughs) Well, I think the most important thing that comes with compassion is when you can really, um, I think people are much better at it when they've actually either been in the situation or they can put their themselves in that person's shoes or their situation and feel what is going on for them and know that maybe there's other things going on that you may not know and just trust that that person is doing the best that they can do and um, uh, you know and and have empathy for where they are even if you don't agree with how they're handling it right um, so I think yeah just most importantly when you have compassion is to to understand that person is trying to do the best that they could do and to try to be think from their from their point of view. Right. If give, you can. give me an example where you were compassionate towards somebody, whether it was in line at a grocery store or for you at Zara's clothing store or yeah. on Fifth Avenue or and where somebody might have held you up and you showed compassion and then found out oh, within moments that um, it was warranted. Can you th- anything come to your mind? Well, you know, what comes to my mind is just what popped in my head right now is that um, I'm someone who thinks, uh, makes decisions pretty quickly. I mean, I can evaluate something very quickly. And I would say before I might have been a lot more um, impatient about that person taking, you know, like another person taking a lot of time making a decision. Mm-hmm. But as I started understanding different <laughs> how they process information, especially, say, engineering or um, more analytical people, um, I'm much more compassionate to their process they come to a conclusion and how they take action on something. And 
and um, and give that person a lot more space. Right on. Instead of instead of being more, you know, not understanding, you know, that they don't they don't function like I do. Can you see how uh, being compassionate might benefit you in your life? Hmm. And speak a little louder, honey. Yeah, speak up. You know, I, I definitely would say that I think um, your life is so much more peaceful. Because when you have compassion for others, instead of reacting to how they're doing, what they're doing or maybe not agreeing, I think your life flows better because you're in a space of, of compassion. There's less <laughs> turmoil and more... Uh, I don't know how, how it explains that's a great grace. question. That's a great question. But just mo- being more in the flow of the positive side of life. Oh, Good. Of fabulousness. Absolutely. <laughs> Thank you, Michelle. <laughs> well said. <laughs> oh, I got a, I got a bell. Oh, yeah, <laughs> bell then. Congratulations. Not many people get that, you know. Camber so. doesn't really hand them out very much. <laughs> <laughs> Ooh. Well, thank you very much, Michelle. I really appreciate you uh, taking the time to talk to us today. Thank you. Okay. Bye. Bye. Now, um, I think it's important to point out that when we talk about compassion, typically people just think that we're talking about compassion towards, you know, the little retarded boy that lives next door or uh, the old lady crossing the street. But actually, when you're when you talk about compassion here, you're talking about compassion for all sentient beings. Do you want to kind of elaborate on that? Yeah. Well, I think Michelle is a good example of how we immediately in an elementary or analytical moment when we're thinking about compassion we immediately think of patience we immediately that in our the way we exist every single day of our lives we just drop down into this default of you know as long as i'm more kind while i'm on the 405 or if i'm on the freeway in seattle's and thing are crazy or if i'm new york and the plane's late that's all about patience but compassion for all sentient beings is a really deep, broad, fabulous compassion for the fish that provided its life, the cow, the frog, the mushroom that you're, well, not really a mushroom, I'm sorry, that would be the mushroom that I ate in the 60s and made me feel really fabulous, but (laughs) not that thing. Anything that has feelings is a sentient being. So you're compassionate for dogs, you're compassionate towards anything and everything, um, above and beyond the human race that we are on the planet with. And it's very common when you look at any of the interviews with the Dalai Lama on how he's compassionate towards um, the livestock as well as the Chinese. It doesn't matter whether it's a being teaching you about love, which I believe all um, animal life is a, here to teach us how to follow the grace of our, of our instinct and how to maintain a current state of now and be in the most compassionate state towards sentient beings, as animals are. And so it's an, a, more of an elaborate uh, embrace of compassion in a much more synthesized and interesting way than just being patient. When we come back, we're going to talk with Camber Hill a little bit more about the idea of compassion and compassion for all sentient beings. And then we might uh, talk about what our next uh, uh, principle of thinking fabulous might be. Yeah, I'm Tommy Gable. I'm Camber Hill. We'll be back right after these messages. Two of a kind. For your information, we're two of a kind. Two of a kind. Are you feeling underappreciated? <laughs> Unloved? 
Why not stop by thinkfabulous.com and give your life and your attitude a kick in the ass? <laughs> <laughs> ThinkFabulous.com has been renovated with 12 new and interesting principles on how to live a fabulous and wonderful life. Not to mention a whole bunch of new, terrific Think Fabulous gear that you can buy online and have shipped directly to your home for you to wear. So stop by ThinkFabulous.com today. www.thinkfabulous.com For your information, we're two of a kind. Okay, so I have a question for you, Mr. Camberhill. All righty, ready, ready bitey. Um, what would be the opposite of compassion? So that we can get a compare and contrast as to what exactly it is you're talking about here. Yeah. What would be the global opposite? Of well, uh, numb or anger. You know, anger. If, well, uh, the opposite of compassion is forced. Um, Anger, a, a built up of anger in a human who wants to um, devour something, uh, you know, even you know more no, more appropriately, um, a, a, an aggressive behavior such as uh, what is it called when you people play sports? It's called um, offensive. No, when you're playing sports, you okay. learn how to be. It sounds um, like, uh, yeah, you know, uh, we're playing charades now. Yeah, uh, uh, you know, uh, when, uh, when you're when you're a football player, you have to learn how to not dominate, but you intimidate. No, no, oh, no, no. Come uh, with uh, me. Uh, work uh, with me. Uh, work with me. Um, uh, um, hello. I'm calling for the angels of all time to drop the nugget of word into Camber's consciousness. Um, when you're, you know, you want to play tennis, you have to learn how to be... Aggressive. No. Yes, but no. Yes, but no. Yeah. That's not That's the, the opposite. Yeah, no. What I mean, about... That, um, what? You know, you don't have to have oh, an a, a violent or an angry situation to not be compassionate. Not be compassionate. Well, I mean, for example, you see someone lying on the street and you just walk past them. Um, that's called you're not yeah. practicing. You're not practicing compassion, but you might be practicing apathy. Like, oh, well, I don't care whether that person survives or not. So you just keep walking. Could, well, that's what that? I call being numb. Well, oh, first that's of all, numb. that's numb. Okay. First of all, when I when we're born, we're born with compassion. I don't have to teach you about gravity because nature teaches you from right. the moment you hit here about gravity right. and you continue to learn about it that's one moment when you get uncompassionate exactly. is when you're trying to leave the house and you drop your exactly. keys and all of a sudden you drop and as we get older gra gravity takes a toll take on, on your bodies. on your breasts yes. and your buttocks yes my not mine yes. but yours it will take around thank you so much and so right things on. like that happen but nature gives you compassion when you're born what happens is as we become our humanness we begin to lose it by virtue of our aggressive behaviors thinking that we have to protect keep and protect keep and protect ourselves and our stuff when you stay open and graceful compassion allows you to move in a graceful manner throughout your day throughout your your activities of your investments or doing your laundry or helping a friend who's laying on the street or because <laughs> i have friends that do lay on the street <laughs> so um yeah what would you why why did you put compassion into the 12 principles of of thinking fabulous because every aspect of a great life is built on disciplines and one of the principles that I know is an active attribute to every part of my day is compassion it's one of the things that I practice um, whether I'm uh, serving persons that I think are um, dummied out at the moment and not using their brain and get frustrated or whether I'm in a hospital room and I'm uh, trying to make conversation for the patient 
like what'd you eat today when it's the last thing I really give a shit about hearing. <laughs> um, those are moments when you use compassion in order to be present, capable, and at your utmost potential um, humanness. I yeah. think compassion might be one of those um, uh, virtues that is easiest to practice when it's practiced often. Wouldn't you agree? You have to practice. Yeah, you have to. Because you can blow... You, um, a, a situation hits, like let's say you have... You know, a dramatic situation where you have a, where somebody bumps you really hard in a club, you know, and you want to turn around and go, you freaking idiot, don't you have any <laughs> bloody manners, you know, and then you can stop and go, you know what, for all I know, his girlfriend or boyfriend just had a heart attack and they're rushing to their side to take or, care of them. Or his penis is on fire. Or his penis is on fire. <laughs> and he needs to go put it out. <laughs> Or he's about you know, to, that can yeah. happen. Things like that happen because of urinary infections, which wouldn't happen if you were more <laughs> compassionate, because you would have more wellness in your body. So all these things are contribute to that. I really want to know what that word is when you're playing sports. We'll figure it out okay. next week when we right. talk about it. Also, okay. next week we're going to talk about the next uh, feature of uh, principle of thinking fabulous, which I think should be. This one right here. Which one is that? Integrity. Integrity. Yeah. The integration of your whole being. Ooh. Yeah, integrity. That's a big one. Yeah, integrity is actually an offshoot from integration. Is it? It, Indeed. Wow. Yeah, I am not pulling your leg. Well, I can't pull your leg, but... (laughs) You can't pull my leg. I'm not touching your leg. I'm sorry. I am so looking forward to talking about that with you next week. Yeah, it'll be very fun. And uh, with that, we'll leave you. I'm Tommy Gable. I'm Kember Hill. Thank you so much for joining us at this week's... Episode of Sounds Fabulous brought to you by Images Everything Los Angeles and ThinkFabulous.com. We'll talk to you next week. Bye bye. Peas in a pod, birds of feather, alone or together, you'll find that we are two.
kind For your information, we're two of a kind Two of a kind It's my observation, we're two of a kind Peas in a pod Birds of feather Alone or together You'll find that we are two